I always go either in the afternoon or the evening. And this is the first kind of like sunrise hike I've done there. Uh-huh. It will not be the last. <laughs> it was, Sweet. It was fantastic. I mean, that's awesome. Just literally trail by ourselves. Yeah. So there, it, you know, it's, it's a loop and to like really get some mileage in, you know, cause like it's three miles just as like, you know, kind of like an in, you do one loop, you do like the little curly cue around and then you come back in. Yeah. And so it's just three miles. And so normally what I do is I, there's kind of like a little center point where you do the loop, but then there's just one path in one path out kind of thing. You get mm-hmm. to the trail, you get to like, and you can either go one way or the other. And so what I normally do is I'll like pick one direction to go do that loop. And then when I get back to that point, I'll turn around and go back the other way. And so you're kind of like looking at the trail that you just walked backwards, you know, differently, you know, and, and the cool thing is, is, you know, when you're looking at it somewhat architecturally, like I do, you know, you like see different things and you notice different stuff about it. Yeah. Going different directions. I I do the same thing on my bike. It's like you, you, a lot of, a lot of trails are what they call out and backs, right? It's just yeah. one, yep. one way out, one way back, not a loop at all. But yeah. I think what you're talking about maybe is more of like a, a lollipop or something like that. Yeah. It's, it's definitely like a lollipop. Like the head of the lollipop is, is where like some good elevation changes, some good rocks you're, you're like jumping over, or like you're like traversing some creeks and things like that. But to get some kind of like distance, you got to either do it twice or you've got to like throw a couple of other trails in the mix but like the trails where i go in great falls on the maryland side you got like a big parking lot and you've got like this like if you and this is how we discovered it is like we were going there one time and we were going to go and just see the falls you know i mean they're great it's Mm -hmm. called great falls for a reason Um, and so every everybody like because tourists in day walkers and everything else they all like they all go they want to see the the falls and everything else and so they're all going that way and i'm like well i don't want to go to the crowd and and i see like this marker at the trailhead for this ford mine trail i'm like well let's just do that and so i kind of like you know it's so out of the way nobody ever goes to it Mm -hmm. i'm like yeah as an introvert (laughs) this is the trail that i want to be on (laughs) i don't want to be on a trail with all of those people you need to rate an introversion rating on on the trail oh you know what? That would be fantastic. To be quite <laughs> you, could, you could write a whole guidebook for the best trails for introverts. Introverts guide to uh, trail walking. <laughs> because it was, it was funny. It's like, you know, I, I, I met up with, with a guy from the office and we're out there and like we haven't like seen each other in, in a while. And so like we were talking, you know, the great thing about it was is like, like we just talked when you just sit around the water cooler and talk about architecture or talk about a project or talk about like whatever, like whatever mood swings you kind of thing. And, and so it was just like, <laughs> whatever interventions need to happen on a daily basis. <laughs> exactly. And it was so funny too, because the things that he was asking, I was just like, man, Evan and I literally just talked about this on the show. Have you heard about my podcast? Week. Exactly. Which, you know, the funny thing is it's so weird to like have friends listen to your podcast yeah i agree because sometimes they're like man you're so full of bullshit <laughs> you're like oh, i find most yeah. of the time they don't say anything at all but, <laughs> well, <laughs> but yeah if you get a little feedback hey that's that's good well actually what's funny is that uh there was like one of the people that i was talking about on last week's show 
like had texted me and she goes, Hey, thanks for the shout out. And I'm like, Oh, I wasn't talking about you. She goes, Yes, you were. <laughs> yes, I was. <laughs> of course. Cool. Yeah, I was. You gotcha. But but it was kind of cool. That's awesome. But yeah, it was like totally in in what's funny is that, you know, like so like I, I just introduced him to as you introduced me to on the show because it, it was so funny because like so we were talking about Alex Arnold's podcast mm-hmm. and you know, I, I, I sort of wish that I would have listened to it before we started talking about it, but I was kind of glad that I didn't because it was it was coming from like a, per, you know, kind of like a, a, a perspective of just like, you know, my own personal like experiences and things like that. But you are so absolutely right that, you know, listening to his podcast, I mean, like everybody's profession, if like they all had like podcasts on talking about their profession, like you would you would like be able to like pull from that similarities of like how it was it was interesting how the let's just the what were they called the stone stone masters stone masters and stuff you know like Mm -hmm. you know like so you you know you are absolutely right like to liken them to kind of like you know the old folks in the old guard the old guard in our profession yeah of just like in how they've got they're almost like set in their ways of like no 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 this is the way you do this and you know you've got to pay your dues we've made the rules yeah exactly yeah and so like the so i went back and even like listened like after i listened to a couple of episodes of his podcast i went back and listened to even our episode Mm -hmm. and i was just like man you know i was like i i don't know if i would have like reacted a little bit differently by listening to his but i was listening to like you know yeah like his like his take on it is is almost spot on to like you know like how our take was and and so like on the trail this morning when I was like you know walking around with my buddy and we were talking about it and he he unsolicitedly started talking about things that you and I talked about last week mm-hmm. and but it was just like man like like it really it's not does, just like, us yeah <laughs> it's not just us it really goes through like so many people's minds of like is it ego is it fear is it what holds people back from like making this profession better and progressing and like contributing to it. And, and so we really kind of got to that like stage of like, you know, where, you know, I sort of want to like, you know, maybe talk a little bit more today about it. It's just like, you know, what, you know, why are we holding ourselves back from making the profession better? And, you know, who are out there that are contributing to the profession to make it better and to not just say that, okay, this is just my information. I'm going to hold it close to my chest and I'm not going to share it with anybody else because if I do, then, you know, what good am I anymore? Yeah. I, I think that's a great topic. I, I remember, I think it was Michelle Hoddle who replied on our, uh, on our Twitter feed agreeing that it has to, has to do with competitiveness. That's yeah. basically bred into us throughout school and beyond. And uh, I think she said something like, uh, people can't see the forest through the trees, right? Because mm-hmm. it's it's interesting. There, There's definitely kind of that old guard mentality of, I've figured this out, and this is a very, very analogous to being a parent, right? Which is, look, I want to help you learn everything that I've learned so that you can use that and, and use it as a stepping stone. And then as kids do, they rebel against that and forge a new path anyway, <laughs> right? Right, right. But it, it's also to say that that there's definitely new injections of, you know, tech and 
regulations are changing. Mm-hmm. Obviously, climate change is the biggest problem facing our planet, um, not just our industry. And yeah. so you, you think about these things that previous generations really didn't have to deal with. <laughs> it's like the rules are different now. And mm-hmm. and, right. and so, yeah, I, I feel like a, like this episode could be like a public service announcement for <laughs> the people who listen to this show, at least. Um, our audience, I mean, that's all we can really depend on right now. On behalf of all of the other people who are out there trying to do something for the future of this profession, right? Um, right. And it's not like all we can do is speak for ourselves, but I think it applies more broadly than just this podcast, right? So yeah, I totally agree that that this is a, a great conversation to continue on. And, and I think, you know, it, it makes me think of we're almost a year into being a part of the Gable Media Network. And I think about the shows that are also part of this group, this community of shows that we have on mm-hmm. Gable. And, you know, we know Mark. We know Mark LePage and Demetrius Lynch, who are the f- co-founders of Gable Media. And they are very like-purposed in that way. They want to see the profession get better. And because of that, they've reached out to content creators of similar like-purposedness, and they, they've they joined the network as well. And I think that you know that would be just a great place to start supporting those people. And I, I guess when I think about... I mean, actually, let's take a step back. And just number one, I, I would love to thank our listeners for going along this journey with us and for participating with us and for consuming this material. Like, honestly, Mm -hmm. these kinds of conversations, although many people probably, you know, more in the quote unquote old guard will just shrug them off as, you know, water cooler talk. They're incredibly important to put this kind of stuff out there and have these conversations in public, I think. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. So, one of the thing that's kind of interesting, and so you mentioned uh, Gable Media and, and like the the kind of like the stable of podcasts that are out there, and you know, so we we sort of started talking about like the old guard and how like the old guard is like very kind of like almost protective of their information. But one of the interesting things about like just what Mark did is like he is he could can technically be considered old guard. You no, know, but it's a mindset more than a <laughs> anything it, else. I... Exactly, but but I mean, you know, he decided that. What he wants to do and like the, kind of the whole point of, of what we do and, and kind of the whole point of like, you know, this conversation is, is like, who are the people out there that are theoretically the old guard or even like the new guard or, or that are willing to share the information that they've gained and that knowledge and that experience that they've gained and put it out there in the world so that other people either can, you know, understand that they're not alone that it's not just them, that, you know, it, it does happen to other people and that maybe these other people who are willing to share their voice and their ideas and experience will actually help that person kind of like weather the storms or of, of kind of like the profession sometimes. And then you look at like, okay, so the, the one that I'm like most excited about, and I, and I don't necessarily want to turn this into a like, you know, commercial for Gable, but is Think about this. Like, so they just started the Build Smart yeah. uh, podcast. I was going to bring and, that up too. And I was just, who, I mean, the former CEO of HOK is sitting down and willing to share 
the knowledge that has been gained throughout like, you know, an, an entire generation or multiple generations of architects and sitting down and like talking about and sharing and not just like, you know, protecting this knowledge and those who it's, you know, just something for me, but it's like really out there for one goal. And that goal is to enrich, grow and develop the profession to become better. Yeah, I, I agree. I, it's, it's incredible. I think that, you know, and, and a, a very uh, slight flex here. I've had a few, <laughs> few conversations with Patrick on the phone, who is the person you're talking about here, Patrick yeah. McClamey. And 100% genuine. This is who he is. And, oh, yeah, yeah. and so that's why I kind of get back to it. it's, it's a mindset, but it's also a purposeful decision to share this information. Because there are people who have the mindset of, yeah, I'm open versus closed right mm-hmm. but i've you've got to come to me and ask and i think that what we're talking about here is people who are purposefully putting this information out there for yeah. feedback for conversation intentionally to get that flowing at a higher level for our whole profession that's the difference between it just being an open and closed mindset it's also a purposeful putting that stuff out there the key part. You, you know, there's this this other one um, that you know I was like really this kid this uh, he's younger than me, so I can call him a kid. So this kid like really kind of puts well, himself you're just, out there. You're just barely a teen, right? So. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it's just like so. So this guy that I'm talking about, he like he has has kind of like blazed a trail that is kind of like you know straddled. And I always like liken this every time I talk about this guy. And it like straddles between like like the old guard, old tech, and new tech stuff. And it really kind of understands like where the profession was and where the profession is going. And mm-hmm. is always it, it's always impressed me from like the day that I met this guy. Like, you know, he's always been able to share his knowledge about what he knows, what he's eager to learn, what he's eager to learn from other people and what he's, you know, eager to share with other people that he's either learned or he knows. And that's you. And <laughs> it's it, like, it, I was it, like, Oh, I can't wait to find out who this is. <laughs> it, 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 it was, it, it was you. I mean, I mean, hell, I mean, like I edit the show and you taught me how to do that. Like I, I wouldn't have known how to like really begin to start doing that. But, you know, now I kind of actually love doing it because it's sort of fun to like go back and say, oh, you know, I mean, this wasn't really like, let's get that rid of that. Or, you know, I can get rid of my aunts and ums and, you knows and all that other stuff. And, and, <laughs> but, but I mean, you know, so not only do you do this show, but you also do, you know, your, your Troxel show. And, you know, that one is, is a lot more of, I mean, I love that show. I mean, I'm not, I'm not like, just let me toot your horn for you for a little bit here. But I mean, the thing that I like about it is, is that, you know, you pull in people that, you know, not only are people that you respect in the industry, but they're also willing to do the same thing that you're willing to do, which is you're willing to share your knowledge and not just hold it dear to you. But it's, it's, look, we're all of this together. We want to, you know, elevate design. I mean, we all got into like the profession to, to do design work, but there are, you know, like the, the one mantra that I love about that you always talk about is that, 
we got into this to do the things that we love, but along the way we kind of got stuck in this like drudgery of like all of the other things that we have to do to do that. But there are people out there that are helping facilitate and make us more productive in all of that other like drudgery stuff that we do or have to do, or is just part of the job. And so they're looking at ways of automating. They're looking at ways of like increasing our productivity. They're looking at ways of just making things easier for us. Yeah. And reduce the friction, right? And, but the, but the problem is, is that like, no, you know, not very many people know like where all of this stuff is because, you know, you sort of live in the bubble of the project. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times you don't really get out of that bubble. You start to look or, you know, like, you know, when you're looking around, you're looking at a couple of different things here, but you know, it's just like, okay, well, I know like that I need to do a code study for this project. So I'm going to pull out the code book and I'm going to like flip through the code book and all of this other stuff. But, you know, you sit down and you like talk to people like, you know, upcodes and stuff like that, that are out there that are actually making it a little bit easier for you to do that. So instead of it being this weird drudgery of like, you know, having to like, oh, I got to go do a code research is, you know, oh, hey, I can go and do this and it'll make it a lot easier for me to find the things that I need to find that are specific for the project that I need to do. And and I can do all of that stuff and make that part maybe a little bit, you know, better, you know, yeah. funner, yeah, air quote funner and <laughs> more funner. Um, yeah, more funner. And, and, and also, you know, like take some of the time out of it. And so, you know, being able to like, you know, like identify the, the technology that's out there, that's actually going to make our lives better so that then we can actually get to the things that we actually love to do yeah. is great. Imagine that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I, you know? I want to underline and highlight what you said, and this is definitely a mantra, like we are all in this together. And that to me is needs to be kind of put on a sticky note and put on the bottom of our monitors so that we remember that like we don't exist in our own little project bubble, our own little personal bubble, or our own little team bubble. And and I guess that's one of the reasons why I felt like this public service announcement kind of idea is important to build upon last week's episode and this conversation that you're having with your buddy on the trail, which is there is so much you can do actively while still remaining kind of a passive consumer of this media, right? And that simply, simply is like leave ratings and reviews that are positive and constructive, mm-hmm. right? I think that, you know, it's interesting to think of like the tens of thousands of listeners that all of these shows that we've brought up so far have and the dearth of positive reviews, and sharing about those mm-hmm. things. And and that really, I guess, is the call to action for our for our audience. And and I'm not talking about for us. I'm talking about for the community. And I think at the end of this episode, maybe we'll just throw out some additional places where people can just begin that journey to expand. And and even if you don't stay subscribed or you don't listen to more than one episode, like seriously, it takes you no pain and very little effort to leave positive reviews to help our profession get better. Because mm-hmm. seriously, a little bit goes a long way. And and what's interesting to me is like we're builders, right? We're creators. Yeah. Architects do that. And there is so much tearing down. And you mentioned something <laughs> on the phone the other day, which was, you know, ego getting in the way of progress. And mm-hmm. that's that's what we were talking about in the last episode, right? I think I think we need to really focus on and own the fact that we're builders and that we need to intentionally build this up. 
And honestly, if you right. don't have something nice to say, contrary to popular belief, you don't have to memorialize it on the internet, right? This this actually exactly. is about the greater good, and you have to put yourself in other people's shoes and help them get where they are going, and that's leadership. Like, remove red tape, grease it, reduce friction, give them a five-star review, give them a positive comment. It's like, seriously, most of these people are doing this for zero money on the side of their normal job so that the profession gets better right. because they have a vision for that. And they need positive, constructive feedback. that It just feeds them because they're not getting paid with dollars to do it. I think a lot of people maybe think they are, and they're like, oh, you don't need me to, to help you make more money on the side. It's like, no, seriously, <laughs> these people are putting themselves out there. We're yeah, putting yeah. ourselves out there all the time. I, and I think that that's a, it's super important that it's, it's so easy for people to help that cause. And so I want to make this really positive. Like, this is for us, the big us, the profession. And we are all in this together. When you said the greater good, I was like, the greater good. <laughs> From a, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I think like you can't just sit there and don't say anything at all. Like that's actually just the opposite of supporting, right? And there's a right, lot of people right. who do that and they think, yeah, this is this is good stuff. Like I like to listen to it. I like to consume it. But honestly, just find three different content creators that you support. They could be podcasts. They could be youtube they could be all kinds of things they could be tutorial makers yeah. you know they could be software people they could be tech people who are making you know like the high par folks or the the test fit folks or the upcodes you, you like they went through serious legal battles because the icc wants to copyright right. the freaking building code a code that everybody in the right. in the u.s has to follow is forced to follow they want to copyright it it's like it's a law dude right <laughs> It is pretty crazy, but but just to just to point the the you know point out the fact that a, a company like Upcodes who's trying to make things better for our profession to make it easier for people to understand and use the building code, they they could use some thumbs up for sure. And I know they get it from right. a very small kind of cohort of architectural technologists on Twitter. <laughs> right. But that's a very small group. Like these are kind of the kinds of things that actually are moving our profession forward in a meaningful way. And and so to me, that's the kind of thing that you could support out there very easily. Yeah, I mean, it, it, you know, it comes down to it to move it forward. It's it's it, the, this positive step forward is about knowledge sharing. Yeah. You know, it's not knowledge hoarding. It's knowledge sharing. And. You know, what good is like, it if you go to the grave with that information, right? <laughs> exactly. It's just like, okay, so you you did a good job, but and you know, here's here's an interesting one. Um, there, you know, you've you've heard many a story of like you know an architect that you know had a successful practice and stuff. Whoever didn't really plan for succession of the firm, and so it ultimately dies, and so it literally does go to the grave with them. And you know, I'm looking at the drafting table. <laughs> <laughs> drafting table grave what's the difference and it's just like you know what is the point of that you know like okay so you did you made this mark on the profession but then you took it with you yeah. and and that just leaves kind of like a scar on the profession because we're rather than enriching and growing and like creating like a, a bunch of other people to like you know take your mantra of like good competent successful well-designed beautifully integrated, whatever you can add, whatever else describers to it as you want. But 
you since you didn't leave that behind and you just kind of like you just then then what mark did you really leave on the profession yeah and for those people who are like really as you said you know putting themselves out there for free really to basically share their knowledge and share their experience and share the the wealth of like all of the different projects and things like that that they've done to so that you know the next person can be better about it you know it just I mean, I, I, I love like there, there's so much content out there that actually makes our profession, you know, so much better. I remember um, we were in. Oh, where was where were we at? We were at the um, we were at a conference. We were being interviewed and they were asking us what was like the, you know, your most useful tool. Oh, yeah. And construct. You, construct. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Thank you. And, and you answered. YouTube. YouTube. And. It's interesting because you can go onto YouTube and you can really look at all of the different people on YouTube that you know, like, hell, I passed my ARES by YouTube. <laughs> That's awesome. You know? <laughs> I, I, but did I you take nine together. tests, Cormac? Because if you didn't take nine tests, I don't <laughs> want to talk to you. But I mean, it's just like, like we cobbled together. There was enough people out there talking about ARES or specific things or engineers out there talking about like structures or this, that. And you can cobble together all of this information and they're not putting it out there to like earn a dollar or anything like that. They're trying to help their profession as, as much as we're trying to help ours. And so like people out there putting this content out there to be able to do that. You know, I mean, there's there are like dedicated resources for taking the ARE and things like that. And those are extremely valuable in their own right. But, you know, then there's just like the, you know, kind of like the, the shade tree content creator mm -hmm. that they go out there and they're not doing it for a buck. Yeah. They're doing it because they want to do that. I mean, those hell, people on Quizlet app who are making ARE flashcards and just giving them away so that people can study. Exactly. Thank you, Quizlet, because I sure in the hell use those too. Yep. You know, when I was, you know, studying for my exams, I was using stuff like that. I cobbled together so much information that I found out there. I can't even remember this this one lady's name. She did these great notes about all the different Jenny's stuff. notes, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Thank you, Jenny's notes. And I don't know how I, I remember all that. I think all of these resources were actually in the ARE hacks book, but <laughs> but yeah, they're they're like right there. They were. You know, and speaking of another one, you know, people who like sit down and write a you know, content down because they've like gone through the process. They've, you know, they're, they're people who have, are coming to these tests with so many different walks of lives and just, you know, like setting up a, a way to like, just get your mind right to like take these tests because they tend to be daunting. Sometimes some dude like wrote this book called airy hacks, which was literally about like, not necessarily about giving you content to study for the test. It was giving you content of how to study for the test and how to get your like mind right and how to get your life right to, to be able to like basically like organize yourself to, to do that and also live a life. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if that is, I mean, some dude <laughs> link in some show guy. notes, link in show notes, <laughs> link in show notes. Yeah. I, um, I think one of the other things that, you know, there, there's, there's definitely a way for people to give people thumbs up and stars and a little, positive critique or positive feedback. But I think another thing that people can do is just share things that are interesting to you, to your friends and yeah. colleagues, right? Absolutely. That's another way of supporting these content creators is to spread the word, right? That it yep. It's a big deal. And by 
by doing the things that we talked about a minute ago with the likes and the thumbs up and the stars, that helps other people find this content when they're searching for it online. It helps these algorithms that all of these platforms use to display recommended shows because they do know things about people. They do know what their interests are. They do know what their careers are in. So if you're out there kind of helping that algorithm understand that you as an architect also like these shows or this content, then other people like you might like them too, right? And so by right. doing that, you're you're kind of helping that system target the right people, which is great. You can also just directly share this stuff, right? And mm-hmm. I think that that's a, that's a great way to do it is just, you know, share a podcast, share an episode, share a snippet of an episode. Hey, would you be interested in this? I found, I found it fascinating. We should talk about this kind of stuff in our office, on the trail, wherever that is. I think that those are right. great things to do. Yeah. I feel like referrals, we, in architecture, most of our small firm, and I guess probably medium and large firm people too, know that referrals are the best kind of jobs, right? Oh, you don't absolutely. have to do all that marketing. <laughs> over. Yeah. So I would love it if our audience could be a referral generator for the future of our profession. Yep. Right. Sharing the yep. information that we talk about, not just us, but these other shows. Let's do like a lightning round of different shows or con- pieces of content or things that are out there. We've already mentioned a few, and we'll put those in yeah. the in the podcast. But I think you know, it, going back to the Gable Media, there's there's Practice Disrupted. That's a oh, fantastic yeah. podcast. So I'll just start there. Janine Chastain and Evelyn Lee are doing an amazing job with that, and I would highly recommend Practice Disrupted podcast. And you can find that wherever you can find podcasts. Well, you know, you were talking about the marketing and, and stuff like that. Another good one, and we'll go ahead and stick with our our home brand here, but you know, build a brand podcast oh, yeah. by Jeff Eck. Mm-hmm. You know, he's, he's always talking about like the, you know, how to market yourself and how to get yourself out there so that, you know, you can generate these leads and, you know, these references and recommendations. And he's not just doing it for himself, but he's also pulling in experts and, and stuff and talking about them. And he's even created a, a you know, a clubhouse uh, coffee talk every morning. Mm-hmm. And I've dropped into a few of those and, and they're fantastic conversations, which is just light conversations talking about you know, how people can grow their business. And, you know, so it's a good way of just like throwing things out there. I had a a Zoom call with the three women of She Builds podcast, and it was a lovely conversation. It was so fun. There's so much energy there, so much passion for the profession. So I would love it if people would give that podcast a listen to She Builds. It's, It's 10 episodes per kind of season and they do two seasons i guess per year i don't know if i'm using the right Mm. words there but two groups of 10 and they research them each host does three of the episodes and they're heavily researched and presented and then they do kind of a wrap-up at the end so that's what makes the 10 episodes and i just thought it was a a really interesting idea and the amount of effort that they're putting into this again just on the side something that they're doing and they're all in completely different locations like you and I are and, and East Coast, West Coast, you know, splitting it up. I think they're like they're like in three different corners of the U.S. Uh, it's just absolutely fantastic. They all met in school and it's they've kept this relationship going beyond that into this podcast and they're sharing some amazing content. So uh, I'm going to go a little bit outside of the podcast world and go to YouTube and I'm going to steal one from you because I know you've got it queued up if you don't. But uh, Eric Reinhold's yeah. 30 by 40 is my lord. It's Eric. Like, yeah, he's doing like cinema. 
he's doing the Lord's work there. I mean, because <laughs> just, you know, the things that he talks about and, and, you know, it's, it's, it's conversations that you have and you're just like, yeah, I've been there. You know, I mean, if you just go to like his very first one and I believe I, I got, I'm, I'm blanking on it. It's, it's like, so you want to be an architect or, or something thereof, but it's just this, it's this great, great introduction to, you know, basically sitting there saying the reason why I do this is because I went into the profession with kind of like this, this joy and passion for the profession. But then when I got into the profession, it kind of didn't really work the same way that I thought it was going to be. And so I kind of took hold of my own career, you know, so it was like this, it was almost like this inspirational talk. It's just like, dude, where were you? And I was like, mm-hmm. and he just talks about like so many different passions that just seem so in aligned with like the things that like you and I like absolutely. Love I had him on my other podcast and it was just the the most fun conversation that I, yeah. <laughs> he's, I, he's I, a great guy to talk to. He loves, I got to meet this dude someday. He loves metal. and i don't mean the material but yeah the material too but i mean the music yeah but yeah eric's a fantastic example one of the the things that i love about youtube is that it's like you can learn anything on youtube from teachers you actually like that's what i've I've, how i've heard it put recently and i thought that's fantastic right because a lot of times you're in school and you get stuck with teachers you get stuck with you you feel it you know you know what it's like and every once in a while you get a great teacher but on YouTube, there's so much content out there. You can actually find somebody you actually want to learn from. <laughs> Eric is yeah. totally that person, right? I have another one for you on YouTube, which is uh, the Arkham Marathon channel. And it's two Australian architects and uh, just fantastic content. And it's it, they, they're walking around, they're talking, they're having a conversation like we are, but they're addressing... Um, kind of specific topics within their their episodes and and it's just you can totally geek out on the stuff that they're talking about and they just super down to earth conversations um, i love one of their episodes recently where it's like sustainability is like teenage sex everybody says they're doing it but they're <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it, but they're not right it, and it's the, talking about sustainability and architecture and and what is and what is not and and what people are just paying as lip service versus people actually doing it. Yeah. So I'll tell you what was interesting is one of the first like YouTube architects that I was ever that I was just introduced to is you know Doug Pat's uh, How to Architect and mm-hmm. just in I love how he goes through and he talks about like all of the different things that you experience very much like Eric's in in a completely different way from Eric, but in a very kind of like, like personable and like receiving way. And so, you know, I love that, you know, that's out there. Yeah. I, I love that. I love the stuff that he's doing and he's, he's actually, you know, setting up a camera and drafting on his table and showing you (laughs) why we do things like how this information gets passed along from architect to architect in that apprenticeship model that we, we briefly discussed in the last episode. You know, and then there's another, th- there's another like opportunity out there that, especially since COVID hit, that you know everything's turned virtual, and so now there's a way to like just basically have kind of like, you know, one of the things that we loved when we were in school was, you know, we loved, or maybe you didn't, I don't know, I, I loved them, 
was uh, when you had like all of these lecturers come in and they oh, would sit yeah. there and they would talk about like all of these things. And so, totally. you know, I, I, I've attended a, a couple of like online lectures from Yale School of, of Architecture uh, when they had Marlon Blackwell on there. And, and, you know, so they had their series. But rather than it just being a series that was isolated to just, you know, like Yale School of Architecture students, they actually opened it up to other ones. And, you know, and then there's uh, places like Architalks. And it's uh, T-A-L-X is the talks part. And that was a a series of lectures that architects in uh, Portland, Maine, you know, basically did. They like, gathered around and they like had like basically a lecture series and stuff. And now that lecture series has hit the road. And so now anybody can join in and listen to them and listen to these lectures and stuff. And there's just like these, I don't know, I always looked at lectures as being like these these wonderfully soul enriching kind of experiences and stuff and you know having access to all of these different lectures or all of these different youtube channels or podcasts and stuff is just i always find them is like you know that needed you know like respite from you know sometimes the you know just the daily grind of some things you just need to like step back and you know, you're not frustrated with architecture, but you just want to kind of like rein, you know, reinvigorate yourself with, you know, like what other people are doing. Yeah. And like for them to put the content out there, it's, it's just amazing that they're putting the content out there for everybody to, you know, just have some positive growth experience. You mentioned ARE Hacks, but I'll mention another one that's in the book realm and away from the away from the screens here is, you know, we talked about this in our, our Gifts for Architects episode, too. Laura's alphabet book, little, little alphabet. Ah, right. And it's yes. like, it's another way to share the joy, the interest, the, the building blocks of architecture with a yep. very young audience in this case. Right. But so, again, doing this thing on the side, just doing a thing that she wanted to do. Right. And so buy the book, give it to, give it to a kid, any kid, right? Like this, this is the kind of thing that helps our profession in the future. This, this gets back to that idea of, being the referral generator, the referral generator of the future of our profession. It's like all of this stuff is planting seeds for the future of our profession, the future generations, the future workers within our profession. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah. Uh, You know, so just go out there, look around. There's, you can, you can do a web search for architectural podcasts. You can do a web search for architectural YouTube and, you know, you can do a you know web search for all these different companies that are out there to try to enrich our lives and make daily lives of the profession better. So just reach out there and yeah. and as Evan said, definitely give them a thumbs up, give them a like, give them positive feedback, and help. Let's like turn this profession into something that we all love instead of just something that we do to you know grab a paycheck. Yeah. So we'll have links to all these ones that we recommended in our show notes for this. So if you don't know where to start, that's a great place to start. And honestly, just why don't we do the call to action? Leave three positive feedbacks for these out there. And none of these things that we talked about today, nobody knows we're talking about this. Nobody asked us to talk about this. This is totally coming from us. We would love it if all of these people saw a spike in their recommendations, in their shares, in their ratings, in their comments. And there would be, you know, this, let's pay it forward. I think it would be fantastic if our listeners at the end of this episode right now just pause this or as soon as it's done, just go out and click on three of these links, listen to the content. If you like it, leave a positive feedback. If you don't like it, move on. 
find yeah. another one. Change, change the channel. Change the channel. Yeah, Swipe exactly. Right. 